Welcome to the 26th episode of The Brief. I'm your host and member chair, Taryam Al-Sawihi. You know, I am extremely always excited to start recording these podcasts. I look forward to it every time it comes around. But today we have a very special show and I've been really looking forward to it. I have the pleasure of welcoming to the show, Jack Pierce, MEPRA founder, former chair and founder of Matrix Public Relations. In today's episode, Jack and I will look back to where it all began with MEPRA and how far we have come as we celebrate 20 wonderful years of supporting communication professionals in the Middle East. So it is a great pleasure. Welcome, Jack, to our podcast. My pleasure to be uh, joining you, Tarium. Thank you. We'll jump right to it. Jack, earlier this month, uh, you shared a captivating piece about how MEPRA was formed in a campaign magazine, which we all thoroughly enjoyed reading. But for our listeners at home who missed it, and many out there who are still very interested to hear you talk about it directly, could you give us a brief summary on how MEPRA came to be? Yes, uh, one bit I missed out from the article, so I'd be happy to... uh include that now would be it all started when I was trying to set up my own PR firm and I discovered that there was no category of an economic activity called public relations at the Dubai Economic Department. So I could set up because I had a degree in education, I could set, set up as an educational consultancy and then On top of that, I could add on things like research consultancy, uh, advertising consultancy, marketing consultancy, um, but no, not as a public relations activity. This this stuck in the back of my mind. Why can't we be properly registered as what we are, the economic activity that we actually do? And it plagued me for a while and then, I, I, I was a former employee of uh, Hill and Knowlton, Gulf Hill and Knowlton, and I read in the newspaper one day that they'd appointed a new GM in Dubai. So I thought, well, I'm sure all the other PR people in the industry would like to meet this new Hill and Knowlton GM. And it gave me an idea. So I rang around, uh, my dining room table took eight. So I rang around to speak to all the seven other or six other PR managers who I knew very well, whom I considered to practice PR with the utmost ethics, et cetera, et cetera, and suggested to them um, I was going to invite the new Hill and Knowlton public manager around for dinner. Would they like to come around and meet him as well? And they all said, yes, we'd love to. So... We had the dinner, we all met the new Hill and Knowlton man. And then I said, I've got something else I'd like to bring up. And that is this situation where we are not a recognized economic activity. We have all got shaky trade licenses for some reason or another. Now in the future, there might be an opportunity to get the economic department to recognize public relations as, a, as an, uh, an economic activity. So I'd like to have the chance that we tell them what it is, what public relations is, because the definition of PR had recently changed to being about reputation management from earlier definitions. 
and and that was my main reason for doing it. What I wouldn't give to find a time machine and travel back to to be a part of that conversation, have a seat at that dining table, to be right to be right there from the start. But uh, thank you for, for 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 that introduction. And so, if I if I was to ask you, um, if what was the main reason? What was the main reason? Um, that led you to set up the association for, for PR and communication professionals? Well, to, just to make sure that, um, that, that we had the, in the Middle East, we encouraged the best practices amongst PR firms, particularly ethics. So I wanted to make sure that the PR, the type of PR that won out in the industry um, was the good type of PR as practiced by the leading PR people around at the time in the sector. 20 years down the line, we are living proof that your mission was extremely successful. So thank you from all the communication professionals that have been affected by this um, wonderful initiative that has reached so far in 20 years. Um, so to go into a bit a bit more detail about the process, you know, we find it challenging now, uh, as with the the uh, you know public relations or communication industry worldwide, uh, in terms of uh, um, you know gathering uh, support, convincing people to to, to join in and, and support and and uh, move the industry forward. Um, so during that time, uh, of course, the challenges must have been um, different to say the least. How did you mobilize the industry and convince them to be part of something so new and believe in the importance of MEPRA and the mission that you set out for it? I think there was um, the, the fact that we were all suffering the same problem in one respect, um, in that we were, didn't have really properly valid trade licenses. And the other thing was to get uh, PR up on a sort of level playing field with uh, other practices like advertising, where of course 99% of the budget of, uh, of people's marketing budget went into advertising and hardly anything into PR. And so I wanted to bring more attention to PR to make the public understand, um, make the companies understand what the value of PR was and how it was comparable, how you got much better bucks uh, much better reaction response for your dollar from PR than you did with advertising. That was the that was the other main thing. Wonderful. And once it was launched, what were the biggest uh, challenges you faced when you started MEPRA and also chairing MEPRA from the start? Um, I wasn't chair the first chair. I was not chair for several years afterwards. Um, it would it was it would seem uh, it seemed strange to have a a European as the chairman of the Middle East PR Association. So we avoided that little um, PR misstep, if you like. It's drawing attention to it. So uh, right early on, we organised a very big conference attended by the uh, it was in the Crown Plaza, which had a seat uh, the auditorium had a seating capacity of five hundred. And we had something like 490 corporations, journalists and PR people turn up to listen to this um, Oxbridge style debate, um, which boiled down to the questions are questions like, uh, is the PR industry merely a, merely a 
pizza delivery boy of um, press releases from major corporations. And it was a very well attended and very much enjoyed conference like that. Um, and being the vice chair or the chair of, of uh, an association also gave me the platform that I could go around to colleges, um, Dubai University, uh, University of Dubai had just set up. Uh, and there was also the Australian University. And I used to go around and give lectures about what public relations was all about to uh, students in their final years at school, who hopefully would remember when they go out into the world and start working for companies, they would say, hey, we should use PR. So anything in order to promote public relations. And it has grown as you, you, as you yourselves can testify that there, you now have a lot more members. It is indeed um, uh, evidence of, of uh, a mission that started off in the right intentions and really has changed the, the industry as a whole. So let's uh, take a look back when you were, when you did take over as chairman. You know, um, when I uh, took over this year, uh, obviously, I had my plans placed uh, and um, uh, objectives clearly identified. But of course, as things move on, um, these objectives change, um, they become more ambitious, and you identify uh, um, other objectives that require. So when you set out yourself, um, what did you set out to achieve? And how far did you get during your time um, with those objectives when you were with Lebra? as an ever chair? Well, when, when I started up in, in PR myself, it was with Hill and Knowlton, as I mentioned, at that time, there were only two PR firms in the whole Gulf. Now, how many are there, I ask you? And so how successful has METPRO been? Basically, it was to raise awareness of what we offer as an industry, as a sector. Mind you, I'm speaking about the PR as an industry as I knew it 13 years ago. Since then, I retired in um, 20, uh, was it 2007, 2008? Um, and it's changed an awful lot uh, in those years. The uh, Facebook was only just a new thing when I was still there. Um, Facebook, the, the year that I set up was the year after the iPhone was launched. So, so much has changed in, the, in those last 13 years. Um, you know a lot more about PR industry as it is practiced nowadays than I ever will. Speaking on that, you know, with the only two PR uh, firms <laughs> that were uh, functioning at the time, um, during your time with MEPRA, what did you feel that you learned about the industry in the region and what did you take on, you know, uh, further uh, into your um, um, career path forward? Well, for instance, the, um, there was only Emirates Airlines used Bain Communication uh, and Jebel Ali Free Zone used Hill and Knowlton. Those are the only two local companies that employed PR consultancies as advisors to them. Now, how much has it grown? Again, I ask you because you know the answer, I don't. But there are only two local companies using PR consultancies in those early days. At MEPRA now, um, 
we have extremely busy schedule uh, you know we started off as i said with a, with a, with a lot of ambitious plans uh, which are which are uh, progressing very well we have uh, we continue to offer free trainings um, we have three annual conferences you know the mepra awards as you may know and uh, next year uh, soon to be launched the arabic communications awards for the first time in in mepra's history oh, well done well done uh, yeah Thank you. Um, we're looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be um, definitely uh, a game changer for Mepra, I would say. But um, um, we also uh, tailor support for small and medium uh, independent agencies. We've got wellness programs, we've got mentoring programs. You know. And I, I realize that you may uh, uh, be away from this part of the world in terms of our industry, but um, do you uh, have any recommendations what we might focus on something that perhaps was uh, uh, a subject uh, uh, at the time uh, and maybe continues to be to to be a, a subject of interest today well i'd like to be um, what you may not be aware is that i there's a good chance that i'll be coming back to dubai for a brief visit at the time of the award so we can discuss it in more detail then face-to-face. -face. That would be delightful. I Please keep me updated on that so we can definitely uh, reserve the seat right next to me and keep you close the entire time so I can download all the information and wonderful, uh, uh, wonderful uh, knowledge that, uh, that you possess having launched and, and spent so much time with MEPRA. So that would be wonderful. Well, I think, the, I mean, I had a final question, but I think we, we responded to that. Um, is there anything you'd like to add from your side? No, that's fine. I, I just look forward to meeting you all face to face in person. Looking forward to it. And please keep me again updated on your uh, travel plans so we can, uh, we can arrange things together. Thanks for joining the show. Okay, thank you. That's all for today. Thank you to Jack for joining us today. And thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. We have an exciting month ahead of us. I do want to mention that this year, for the first time ever, our Remap Creative Communications Festival will be held as part of Marketing Mania. Head to marketingmaniashow.com for more information. We will also be having other training throughout the month. So visit mepra.org slash events for updates on that. And of course, we'll be keeping you updated regularly through various platforms. So thank you all for joining and Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.